Welcome back to the 1948. Let's see, it's one year later. It's the seventh annual One Shot Derby. I'm Scoot McGarry. Thank you for joining me in the moment of silence for my son and father who died in different great wars. It's your son and your father? It's Jeremy Sr. and Jeremy Jr. I, I really appreciate the lore. They died in one, the Great War, then the Great War Two, Electric Boogaloo. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut either you or Julia off, Eric, but this is a moment of silence, so if we could just respect that. No, we just came back from the moment of silence. Yeah. Oh, Sponsored okay. by Sparky Soda. Sparky, it gets in your blood because of the electrolytes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we, We're now in the third car here of the One Shot Derby. The first was a Victorian child who coughed a lot. The second was out of the ice, and the Cohen brothers were there. But the third is spooky and reality show-based. We'll see how this goes for us, because I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. We <laughs> barely of televisions, but we know all about them. If only your dad and son had felt that way during the World War One and Two, they would I still know. be here. It would be much more convenient to know about the future of war versus the future of television, but we don't choose our <laughs> our, our burdens. Brandon, you know? how are men supposed to bond unless going to war and hanging out together? That's how true. is England supposed to produce poetry if it doesn't send consumptive men to colonies to fight wars? <laughs> I need to dra- drive around in an ambulance so that I can be Hemingway later. Or Queen Elizabeth. That's true. <laughs> Is this a game we're starting Hemingway or Queen Elizabeth? Oh my yeah. god. Listen, that sounds that sounds pretty good. That's pretty yep, good. I like That's it. Pretty Someone good. write it down. Someone Neither write it of down. them liked saying any more than the minimum. <laughs> Their friends died or their uh, fr- people around them died early and they didn't know what to do about it, so they retreated into themselves. Yeah, same. <laughs> for for sale, one crown never used which that's was pretty that good, the queen. It's pretty good Brandon that's good <laughs> yeah. now was it Hemingway or Queen Elizabeth who talked a lot about F. Scott Fitzgerald's Johnson I can't remember <laughs> it was the queen was it Hemingway or the queen who said what are they doing down there in Cuba meh not my problem <laughs> it was both it was both that's a good one. This is some highbrow humor, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. Highbrow stuff. You had to have taken at least one course on books in college to understand these jokes. Uh, or at least watch The Croon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That'll do. That's fine. All right. We are here on our third shot of the One Shot Derby. We are playing Inspectors, which is a 2002 tabletop RPG. Wow. Post 9-11 tabletop RPG. <laughs> Can I X-card myself now? All right. Yeah. Homeland Security, Inspectors, and uh, were the we still doing- The Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were we still doing the purple see-through uh, electronics, or was that- yeah, Probably. Yeah, it was the atomic purple, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The iPod, the first generation iPod. Inspectors is a humorous, paranormal, investigation-themed role-playing game created by Jared Sorensen and independently published by Memento Mori Theatrics, uh, which is spelled with a CK, which is very funny. Oh. Yeah. Um, the, pl- the game storyline fo- follows the players work in a in- supernatural investigation and elimination company. Uh, that is from Wikipedia. I just thought it was really fun to read the Wikipedia summary. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, Inspectors is fun. Amanda, Julie, and I have, have played this before. I've I heard it on a Patreon feed episode of Friends at the Table. Interested in it. It's very straightforward. Again, the reason why we're saying it's old is like there was less consideration into uh, what games do, how games do, uh, as we've seen in some games that are that are being worked on now and one pagers really are kind of get into like, I don't know, like the storytelling elements of tabletop RPGs instead of just like a thing you do in your, in your basement with some pizza and some friends. Yeah. Um, We're in a real Renaissance era of RPGs designed to make narrative, which I think is pretty dope. Yeah. More like Renaissance playing games. Nice. Nice. Botticelli was just like, (laughs) I'm a fighter. (laughs) I think that the Renaissance artists would find current, sort of like dice creation, you know, art, extremely metal. They would love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'd be yeah. like, this this intense version of glassware that you're making. Yeah. I wish I could blow the glass like that. Nothing more Baroque than a glitter die. Needs That's more true. nude people on it. Put more nudes. <laughs> we do need more butts and dice. Ooh. Not dice and butts. Googling butt dice real quick. See no, Julia, Julia, Julia. 
So just to underline the 2002-ness of what we're getting into, I would love to just read the uh, about that was written in the actual game. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, Julia found butt dice. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Inspectors is a fast, simple, and fun game that mixes horror and comedy in a world of startup culture and supernatural fright fests. The setting is loosely defined, allowing you the freedom to fill in the blanks however you see fit. The mechanics are designed with player control in mind. Remember, 2002, fucking mind-blowing, as well as a few bells and whistles to turn the whole player-GM relationship on its head. Tight. Again, we're, we love it. We are wading into the wildness of it being a collaborative process between the two. I also love the idea that it's about startup culture, because like, I think we had two distinct waves of startup culture, and this is on the tail end of the internet bubble yeah it's like it's like you have to have a dot com in your in your company name yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. we're pets.com but also ghostbusters (laughs) um they also have a a paragraph about inspirations here inspectors is loosely based on the films ghostbusters and ghostbusters 2 which frankly wasn't great that's in there that's in there they did not like ghostbusters 2 people couldn't tweet eric they had to self-publish RPGs to share their opinions. Unless <laughs> they didn't have an opinion on the future all-women Ghostbusters cast, you know? I'm no. sure they do, but it's not in this publication. <laughs> Those, uh, and reality TV shows, which was in quotes, like it was a new thing. Oh, shit. Like cops and the real world. That's what we're pulling from. There is a really interesting uh, mechanic in Inspectors that you can go and do like a interview with a camera to get a bonus or to pull the narrative in the way that you want, which is really funny. My mind is blown. This is being published like 18 months after the first episode of Survivor and germane to a recent party planning episode uh, about a year after Mulder departed the X-Files. <gasps> so there is, there, there's just a lot happening for this wow. person and their interests uh, in the year 2001. They were upset. They were upset. They were like, it's not, it's not the X-Files without uh, Mulder. Also, I do have to <laughs> inform you guys that Ghosts.com does go to the aviation photography of Philip McKenna. Um, just the guy's website about his photos of planes i bet he gets a shit ton of hits yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. he spent him a lot of money on that good for ghosts.com uh for the just to introduce the game a little bit more the design notes uh go into the fact that like although you're solving a mystery it's very loose it actually has uh, some uh, like a, it seems to be some sort of progenitor to monster of the week where like you all come up with clues and try to run down the clues and it's kind of mushy you know, like I don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to have the pre-built track here. It's about you investigating the thing, and depending on what your roles are, um, we figure out one way or another, which is pretty cool. What this game does is allow the GM to set up events, but then have the players, through their characters, decide what is really going on. The GM then reacts to the players and what they see as intriguing or exciting elements of the story. Again, pretty radical in 2002. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Uh, so if we end up playing this game, one of us is going to be the GM. It doesn't necessarily have to be me. Uh, so we're all going to create characters uh, because there's a pretty defined character creation section here. And then after that, we're going to create the company, the ghost busting company that we're all working for. Whee! The yeah. Ghost Master, Eric? Is that what it's called? Uh, Brandon, hold on. Can you just give me a second? I'm going to look into the game yeah. uh-huh. thing yeah. see yeah. what it uh-huh. says. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Ghost Master. Yes! <laughs> nice. Tight. Yeah, you, know, you got it in one. Um, I think the thing that's that's interesting here is that we're playing a modern world. If we want to play 80s, we could, but it is supposed to be like, I don't know, necessarily like people in this world dealing with ghost busting and the, I don't know, slipstream fiction, magical realism of real world plus one weird thing. And the mm-hmm. weird thing is the ghosts and the monsters and all that stuff. Yeah. I uh, like so- a modern setting for this. For sure. I think it has to be, unfortunately, it has to be 2002 modern. No, we simply can't do that. <laughs> they, they get into technology, which is interesting. Yes. Inspectors talks about limiting technology, so you're not just pulling weird shit out of nowhere. Uh, so they have some suggested limits, which we can say right now. There's ultra tech, which means like you are the men in black and you have everything that you need. You can have experimental slash fringe, which is Ghostbusters tech, mm. which is like you rigged something that may or may not work and is prone to exploding um standard is anything that you can buy in the 21st century so obviously this was written in 2002 but they do say 21st century their examples were laptop computers mobile phones submachine guns laser pointers deep sea diving gear etc 
I feel so young price. yet so old listening to you describe these things. This is yeah. before the iPhone. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. <laughs> it's like you can have a sidekick if you want one. Um, and then, of course, simple, primitive. You can have like cro- like real classic Van Helsing style uh, monster hunting gear. So I feel like I like experimental fringe. Yeah, uh, that's the and vibe I, I And you getting. layer that on top of the standard stuff, but it might be hard to... Uh, you know, buy a submachine gun, but maybe you'll have one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can say that like 3D printing's off the table, uh, but it depends, I guess, if we have one or you want to have one at the franchise. Or if we know someone who has one. Yeah. Or if the local library is well-funded and they have a 3D printer. <laughs> who can say? Well, we'll definitely come up with our setting as we figure that out if there is a local, a well-sourced local library nearby. Or maybe it's a 4D printer and we print time. <gasps> Ooh. Brandon, that might be a little too much. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I played the game before technology. just just for my experience. I don't know. Okay. Well, it's a good thing I'm GMing, Eric. <laughs> oh, you're the Ghostmaster? Yeah. All right, y'all, let's get started. Let's do some character creation. Um, to, make, to make this more even with the other games that we've played, we have not prepped this ahead of time, but you can prep this ahead of time. This is more of like a classic character creator. You bring your characters to the session. Um, but we're going to do this on the fly, and maybe some folks have just put it in their brains but didn't like write out the character creation. So the first things first is that everyone comes up with a name and basic personality for your character. This also helps if you come up with a former occupation as well, before they were working for the ghost-busting company. Mm-hmm. 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 First idea, best idea, guys. Um, my character's name is Amelia Ashes, and Great. I am a soccer mom, empty nester, who is ready to beat down some ghosts because I have no more PTA parents to win fights against. <laughs> yeah, dude. There it is. My name is Angela. I have three boys. They're playing professional lacrosse. They're going to go to Yale, Princeton, and Brown. Hell yeah. Why They're are already you there. They're already there. Why are you laughing? We're not. We're not. Are oh, you proud of my are you, wait, are you Angela's Ashes, like the hit book for moms? My name is Amelia. Amelia Ashes. You Amelia said, okay. Ashes. Okay, Amelia you did say Ashes. Angela, to be fair. That's what <laughs> I, I was wondering, it. I because it. that's some good mom shit in there as well. I had to change my name after the book was published. What? You're going to make a big thing about about it? <laughs> Gonna make a whole big thing about it? Half of Staten Island still calls me Angela. Is that not enough? <laughs> anyway, that's my character. Cool. All right. Wonderful. Holy so, shit. Okay. So on the character, you can write this down like wherever, but there are some like character sheets that are out there. I'll link to them in the episode description. So Amanda has her, Amanda has her name, Amelia Ashes, and your background would be former Soccer mom. Former soccer mom. Yes. Great. That is important because that will shape some things we're going to do later that are mechanical. Um, but that ha- does not have any mechanical benefit uh, until later. But Great. good. But it's important to write down. We all need a hobby. Keep me busy. Um, my name is Claire McLeod. Um, and I'm a former production assistant for the Bachelor franchise. Hell yeah. And uh, I was uh, fired because I kind of pointed out how unethical it was to create drama between these people who really do want to find love. And uh, after I was fired, I couldn't afford to live in Los Angeles anymore. So I moved back to my hometown and I really couldn't find a job. So I uh, contacted my aunt, Amelia Ashes, and she got me a job with the agency. <laughs> nice. Family helps family. <laughs> I hope that's okay, Amanda. Oh, Is yeah. that fine? Okay. 100%. 100%. 100%. Sorry, what was your first name, Julia? Claire McLeod. Claire. Her father's Irish. We don't hold it against her. <laughs> Shout out to Claire. No one had dated an Irish man before this. <laughs> we told her we want her. When your sister loves a man, you, you back her for life. Nobody asked me. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, what's up? My name's Ben Reeves, but you can just call me Beeves. That's what everyone calls me. It's a combination of my first and last name, um, Beeves. Uh, I used to work at uh, Circuit Mart before this, mm-hmm. but they did not like that I put my butt on all of the camera equipment. So why'd you do that? You got to live out loud, bro. gotta live out loud may that be your slogan yeah gotta live out loud thank you gotta live out loud put put on your character sheet gotta Gotta live live out loud loud, bro bro. uh so really glad i get to ghost bust um thought it was neat love luigi's mansion um is that your friend my yeah my rich friend luigi with the mansion yeah must be nice (laughs) no so yeah i'm beeves 
Beeve? Beeves? Do we like the S? No S? I, I think it's Beeves with a Z at the end. It could be Beeves with a Z. Yeah, it was 2002. If it's 2002, then it's, it's not Beeves 2002. With a Z the Bachelor franchise doesn't exist in 2002. That's fine. It's fine. It's, no, it's not 2002. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, That's our Beeves. aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, Beeves. Incredible. Um, Hello, my name is Gray Dixon. I'm a former circus performer acrobat. The circus is now closed because of the elephant right situation, but that's oh, fine. No. Um, I, uh, um, coincidentally also live in LA now, um, but you know, I, you know, who knows how long I can afford it there. So um, yeah, that that's what I did. That's what I do. I'm I'm glad to have this new job. I'm excited to get started. Hopefully, my uh, you know flying acrobat skills will have some relevance to ghosts. I hear they can float, so you know it'll be great. That's important because elephants never forget. So they'll remember that you stood up for them at the gates of hell. Well. I- <laughs> As we all know, there's an elephant at the gate of hell that tells you whether you can go to heaven or go to hell. So yeah, I mean, there's there's the elephant devil, there's the bird devil, oh. there's the human devil. It's like none of you went to church. Beats, what religion are you? Just gotta live out loud, man. Oh, the moment. Sure. Let me make sure I write down. Gotta live out loud, bro. <laughs> My religion is the moment. The church of the moment. <laughs> Very good. Also, Presbyterian. I was going to say, that's the Catholic Church on the other side of town. (laughs) Her Lady of Perpetual Moments. (laughs) (laughs) I was genuinely thinking about doing a former preacher, so I'm glad that you (laughs) did it. (laughs) Um, Gray, do you still have all your little tights and things? You're going to be wearing those at work? Um... Why do you ask? Is I guess is a better question. (laughs) I'm just curious about the, um, the dress code. And Amelia, I think this might count as sexual harassment. I just want to like, I just want to preempt this before it goes further. Oh, God, just like the PTA. Fine, fine. I'll sit over here. <laughs> also, I want to retract all my statements. We can take place in 2002. The Bachelor premiered in March 25th, 2002. Good. <laughs> what? What a moment of culture <laughs> we'll do we'll make it squishy we'll make it squishy like we were with the campaign great, anytime great. anytime after 9-11 is fine yeah, this is a post 9-11 campaign yeah. <laughs> pre-iphone post 9-11 exactly, yeah, that's exactly. fine <laughs> no it's funny um wonderful okay um, also there's nothing funnier to be brandon that what was his name what was your character gray name? dixon gray dixon Dick Grayson. oh gray dixon of course <laughs> that like he has an, an apartment in LA he's still paying for, but is somewhere else as well. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. is it this town? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know where we are, but uh, yeah. Oh, like I, certain... I, I specifically said in mind that I had to move back from LA to my hometown. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could live in like Pasadena or somewhere like fairly close, which is very funny. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the circus definitely yeah. was headquartered in LA and then it fell nice. apart. So I like Naturally. landed in LA, but this is the only job I could get. So, like, recent yeah, transplant sure. to Nowheresville, Iowa, or wherever the fuck we are. Yeah. Sure, sure. Love it. I just thought, I thought the circus, like, dropped you off here. Like, <laughs> guys, the elephants, uh, they, they destroyed all of our wagons, so figure out We're your done. own, the Greyhound buses that way. Uh. <laughs> I do just want to point out that pre-iPhone post 9-11 does make the initialism Pipney. So do with that what you will. <laughs> Well, now it's it's solidified. It's set in Amanda stone. just invented a genre. It's going to show up on Tumblr and AO3 immediately. Oh, my God. Tiffany Fashion, the next on TikTok. Incredible. Perfect. All right, wonderful. So we all have our folks. We all have our names and backgrounds. So we're going to go to the next step, which is our agent skills. There are four basic skills in inspectors. There's academics, which academics is the skill you'll use when researching information, coming up with theories, remembering facts and figures, and both identifying and solving problems. Uh, There's athletics. If academics represents your character's brains, brawn is measured by athletics. Anything physical is covered by athletics. Firing weapons is also covered by this skill. 
Nice. Okay. Uh, there's technology. Uh, the exception to the rule about firearms is that if it's a whacked out scientific device that mm. is in the text. <laughs> in this case, you'll use the third skill, technology, which is used to operate, repair, or build equipment. Technology is also used whenever you want to buy or have access to equipment, anything from a computer to a shark cage. And finally, the fourth is contact. Contact is your character's ability to talk to people, normal people. Potential clients, anxious investors, bored housewives, litigious lawyers, nosy reporters, irate police officers, annoying kids, and obsequious politicians. It also represents your character's list of contacts, which is important. So we all have nine skill dice that we're going to assign to each character's skills. Uh, just so everyone knows, the way that you roll for stuff in inspectors is that you have a certain number of dice, you roll them, and then you choose the highest number, which corresponds to like the skill roll table. One is terrible, the GM treats it as a terrible mishap. Two is bad, the GM decides the outcome, but pl the player can suggest negative effects. Three is not great, GM describes failure, but player adds minor positive effect. Four is fair, uh, player describes mostly successful, uh, but humorous or bad effect as well. Five is good, where you, the player describes the result. And six is amazing, which you get to describe the result as well. So the players have quite a lot of time to describe what goes on. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Love it. Yeah. I feel like playing Monster of the Week has really helped my brain understand RPG mechanics. That would have confused me before we did a campaign. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to keep that stuff in mind. So let's assign our dice to various places. I have mine ready to go if you want me to share mine. Please. Uh, the only thing to remember, Gulia, is that you cannot go over four dice in... You have to assign at least one dice to each skill, and you cannot go above four dice. Gotcha. So for Claire McLeod, I am going to give her a three in academics because I feel like she is very much a researcher and problem solver because she comes from this kind of Hollywood production background, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give her a one in athletics because I don't think she has a lot of time to go to the gym because of her job. Yeah. I'm going to give her a two in technology because I think that she is probably like fairly proficient with the technology that she's familiar with and can figure out stuff, but is not necessarily an expert in that regard. And then I'm going to give her a three in contact because she is very good at schmoozing being a person from Hollywood. Love Hell it. Oh, yeah. Um. Amelia is going to have the most dice. We're going to do four in contact because having a network, talking to people, um, schmoozing, yeah, making uh, making enemies and dealing with those enemies uh, is, uh, is her main skill. Uh, we're going to do two each in technology and athletics. I think she's really good at driving um, and also oh, yeah. <laughs> raising three teenage boys, uh, knowing about their Xboxes and their Playstations and their, you know, SNESs and all of this bullshit and figuring out what's porn and what's games. Yeah. Um, so... if, I can, if I can give you a suggestion, Amanda, yeah. my mom called any game system the crap box. So you can have that one. <laughs> Put down the mm -hmm. crap box mm -hmm. and do your math. You're never going to get into Yale like that. <laughs> yeah, Mom, I can do it because I'm great at lacrosse. Fuck. Uh, thank you so much, Eric. Taken. Um, and then our, my remaining one is in academics because her hers is a practical skill set and not necessarily academics. I also really like the idea that she is fairly good in athletics because she raised three rowdy boys. Oh, yeah. Lacrosse players, Julia. Yeah. You won't believe the number of broken windows she avoided. I think this one's going to be pretty obvious for Gray Dixon here, but athletics, four, obviously. Um, and I don't think he has much skills in the other ones, unfortunately. But I think contact is going to be my third one, or second one with three because of his circus contacts. You know, lots of people with sure. weird skills, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, he, meet, he has met lots of people, so he knows how to talk to people. Um, and then I think both a one in ac academics and tech, because I th don't think I probably graduated high school, probably was homeschooled. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, unless you count ropes and pulleys and, you know, that kind of tech, then uh, the tech is one <laughs> as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Checks out. That's fair. Uh, okay. I'm going to do me. I want to balance everything. I guess I want to balance Beavs. everything. Uh, I also want to say that Beeves, I've changed his, uh, the place where he used to work. It is now called Sprockets and Stuff. Oh, that's, Eric, that's, yep. that is better than Circuit Mart, 
but I thought you couldn't top Circuit Mart, so that's really good. You said sprockets, and my brain filled the rest in, uh, it was in my head, sprockets and sproings. And I know sproings isn't a word, but it's a, a fun automatopoeia sound, so. No, I'm changing it to sprockets and sproings. Julia Aww, nailed it. Now, thanks, bud. Can I also, yes, and and this was definitely the time where we had like things like toys are us and whatever are whatever. Can it be sprockets are sproings? Brandon, it's called sprockets are sproings. You nailed it. You could also save the R for whatever our franchise business name is. Well, that one we needed. Uh, that one we needed. dot com on it. So oh, yes, we're, yes, we already have that. Okay. Listen, in my head, we're ghost. dot com, but I'm I'm open to collaboration. Here. <laughs> no, I, I do like ghost. dot com. That's why you googled that earlier to make sure it wasn't poor. And I see you now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like Ben Reeves is really min maxed. Yeah. So I think that I'm min maxed in technology four, academics three, athletics one, contacts one. Nice. So that although Benry, although Beeves is a affable fella, uh, from just living in the moment, I don't think it works for him well at all. And although uh, on the opposite of Claire, uh, although he might be like I don't know regular man height, uh, regular man body, uh, just it's all pudding in there. <laughs> there's sure just, is. There's just absolutely no. Absolutely no muscle mass at all to speak of. Love that for um, you. Did did Beeves just bring like a um oh what is the name of the the pudding cups um to work every day for lunch? Snack packs. Snack yeah, packs. Snack packs. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Like never eaten a vegetable before. Although it doesn't show, maybe it doesn't show as much outward outwardly. I'm sure that uh, he has a little belly poking out of his like of his large um, graphic tee that he got from BustedTees.com. <laughs> like, it, there's no ability to move his body in any sort of way. Like, no uh, no acrobatics nor athletics, if you know what I'm saying. Got you. Now, how many times did he get scammed while ordering online in 2002 before he actually got the tee? <laughs> well, Brandon, here's the thing. Zero, because he has a four in technology. <laughs> yeah. He can see a scam a mile away. You basically had to be a hacker to use the internet in 2002. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. And he basically used it just to play like 2003 flash games, but <laughs> he really didn't knew how to do it. He knows what to do at a like at a terminal that just has the green the green uh, yes. green stuff because he worked at Sprockets and Sproings and he needed to know that they had a really in depth like intranet system mm. that was because the person who created Sprockets and Sproings was like one of the people who was at like the NSA or NASA or the CIA who had the internet before everyone else in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm imagining that perhaps Circuit Mart had a rebrand as Sprockets and Stuff, then Sprockets and Sproings, then Sprockets are Sproings, as like increasing sort of corporate entities to avoid bankruptcy uh, or (laughs) insider trading allegations. And so... It makes complete sense why uh, you you had to leave where they're like, we're just we're going to have to fire you, but you're going to be laid off soon afterward. I like that a lot. I feel like that's like the joke from 30 Rock, how NBC NBC's like entertainment is owned by GE. But above that, it's owned by a wig company. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have a three in academics because I'm good at researching by yeah. using computers. I don't know a lot of things, mm. but I certainly know where to find them out. And that's I think a good that that's, skill. that's where it comes from academics. Now, is Beeb's favorite website that he plays Flash games on called Old Skies? Yes, Brandon. Yes, it is. <laughs> there you go. I got you. I got thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I got the joke. It took me a second. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I was like, new what? <laughs> New grounds, got it. Everyone <laughs> who is our listener is not going to get even the new gra- the old, the new grounds reference. So no, my fine. joke is it's not fine. going to work. Starting with moi, Brandon. It's also fine. I wanted to say there's a bunch of games about beating up Osama bin Laden, but that's not making it to the cut either. <laughs> On to the next step, but first the mid roll. Hey, it's Amanda. Remember in the kayfabe of the mid-roll, how I was packing last time? Uh, now, Eric and I are in Seattle. Actually, as you listen to this, we are staying with Brandon and the coffee ghost, Lauren, at their house. And also uh, seeing some babies, um, a friend of the show, Jeff, and his new babies over in Portland. So we are very stoked to be here and to be seeing everybody. Um, but that also means that I'm recording this in advance. So we will thank all of our new patrons next week. But in the meantime, did you know you can get a discount when you 
sign up for an annual pledge over on Patreon if you want to get your name in the queue for Eric to say thank you to next week. Sign up for Patreon now. Makes a great start to your new year and ours over at patreon.com slash join the party pod. This week at Multitude, we would love if you checked out Queer Movie Podcast. This is a queer movie watch party hosted by Rowan Ellis and Jazza John. Join them as they research and rate their way through the queer film canon one genre at a time. And they are often doing movies that you might be hearing about on social media, like out in the culture. They are talking about stuff that is relevant and now for queer folks. And I love that I can watch a movie or see the discourse and then check in to see what Rowan and Jazza's take is. From rom-coms to slashers, contemporary art house cinema to black and white classics, they're a celebration of all things queer on the silver screen. So search for Queer Movie Podcast in your podcast app now. They have new episodes every other Thursday. We are sponsored once more by Battling Blades. They design and sell high-quality swords, axes, machetes, and knives, striving to design and create products with the highest quality metals, bone, wood, and leather. And uh, I got to tell you, I am using my mezzaluna, my pizza cutter. I used it on just bread. I use it on a piece of salami. I use it on an apple. I uh, am so excited to fully feel like a, um, I don't know, some kind of uh, warrior or maybe D&D character, RPG character. Why? just cutting my, uh, you know, everyday stuff. It is a true pleasure. And Eric has been brandishing his axe to make a point uh, from time to time. It's incredible. I know Julia's been enjoying her sword and Brandon, his pizza cutter as well. But Battling Blades makes much more than axes and swords. They also have armor, shields, knives, helmets, all kinds of stuff to help you get into character or decorate your walls or just feel like a badass. For 20% off your Battling Blades order, go to battlingblades.com and enter code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout. Once again, for 20% off your Battling Blades order, go to battlingblades.com and enter code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout. And thank you once more for sponsoring the show. We are also sponsored today by Brilliant. So, okay, come on this journey with me. Let's say you're a new ghost hunter and you really want to impress your bosses because you can't afford to lose this job, not after what you said on the set of The Bachelor. So you go to Brilliant.org, the best way to learn math science and computer science interactively. They have thousands of lessons with new ones added each month. And for example, again, here in in the fiction, in the example, uh, you can learn about quantum objects, which sounds made up, but is real. It's actually a lesson in the science learning path on Brilliant and not just a thing that you say in ghost hunting businesses. And if you took it, you could be a person who knows what the word quantum actually means. That would definitely impress your bosses and help you keep your new job. So to get started for free, visit brilliant.org slash join the party or click the link in the description. The first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription at brilliant.org slash join the party. Finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I need help to keep my mental health functioning. It's a thing that I wish I'd heard more when I was younger, and a thing I have to remind myself from time to time, to be honest. I need to make sure that I am checking in with myself and treating myself well and keeping my body feeling good. And one of the things I do to keep my mind right is I have therapy every week where I talk about stuff I'm worried about, what's going on with me, getting help and outside perspective on the issues and challenges in my life, and just having a sounding board um, to help me make sure that I am taking care of myself and showing up in my other relationships the way I want to. And for a long time, I could not find a therapist near me, even though I live in New York City, that took my insurance, was accepting new patients, and could see people at a time of day that I was able to see them, not to mention wasn't like two hours away by train. So I used BetterHelp. They are convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. So if, like me, you have run into trouble finding therapy near you, give BetterHelp a try. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now, back to the Derby. Uh, So now that we we have this, we're going to go right to our talents, which our talent is something that you get to assign to yourself that will give you a plus one die to using it. Uh, Use something that's kind of a a jumping off point of your background. Here are some examples. Computers, car mechanic, football player, Star Trek geek, Don Juan, ninja training, librarian, botany. 
Can I go ahead and make my talent schmoozer? Yeah. I like that. Love schmooze. I think mine should be driving. I think that getting getting three boys to lacrosse practice when they're perhaps unbelted and I can dodge through traffic would be very helpful. Now, actually, I'm going to push back on both of you oh, because really? I want you to open it up a little bit more that you can apply this to various things if the GM allows you to. Um, mm. So I feel like you might be humming yourself in because, again, Julia, you Claire has already expressed this with high contact and Amelia has already expressed this with uh, the, the driving athletic stuff, right? So make sure to broaden it out a little bit more so you can apply it to more things. Oh, sure. Yeah. How about, can mine be like spidey senses, like mom spidey senses? Like mom has like eyes in the back of her head and can like catch a sippy cup that's going off the counter or is that too broad? No, I think that's fine. I think mom senses is good. Can can mine be, quote, I lived in LA? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Incredible! <laughs> there are bad. You know where bad tacos are everywhere. Or it's just like in my mind, it was like I have had experience outside of this small town, and I'm very like worldly because of it. Yeah, no, that's good. That's I like that. Incredible. I Great. like that. And it's just a lot of uh, like me name dropping celebrities when uh, I'm telling stories or trying to convince people of stuff. Yeah. No, I think that's good. Yeah. Or like um, that watch is too expensive for that man. How do you know that? I lived in LA. <laughs> Perfect. Um, some of these can also be very straightforward. Like, Brandon, if you just want to be like circus performer, I think that that works. Well, I already have a Ford Athletics. So, like, I think. Right. But you wouldn't say acrobat, but circus can apply to any of your stuff if it's circus based. Oh, gotcha. Um, so, you're going to say circus performer if you want to. Well, I was going to say, like, fearless naivete. 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 I, don't, I don't know how to say that well. Because. I was homeschooled, and anyone who's ever known anyone who's homeschooled, they just have no fear or and are always optimistic about everything. Sure, no, I like I like that. <laughs> Has yeah. never been bullied. I've never been bullied. Yeah, Aww. exactly. Must be nice. <laughs> oh, gray. You got You got to be bullied a little bit so you know what bullying is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Guys, it's really important that we never tell Gray that his last name might need to lead to some rude nicknames. <laughs> Okay. Just Let's hope I never meet your say kids. Say the word "dick" around him. Protect him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cover his ears like a little infant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say for mine, uh, Julia, you really inspired me. I'm gonna say retail for mine. Yay! Yay! My skill is I was a retail worker, so I know how things work in in any in retail experiences dealing with um, irate customers. I think I'll get a maybe I can get a bonus to that. So uh, yeah. I'll do retail worker for that. Incredible. That's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. All right, wonderful. Well, that we just did our character creation, which is awesome. Woo! But now, uh, much like in Sex in the City, where New York was a character, and in Entourage, <laughs> where vomiting and being an asshole was a character, we have to create our franchise, which is our, our char another character in this story. I appreciate the through line here that the creator of Entourage is from Merrick. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep sitting and <laughs> sitting with that, sitting in that. All right, so we can figure this out in a bunch of different ways, but they basically give you a lot of questions that you you kind of just come up with at your table. So I'm gonna read all of them, and then maybe we'll just bounce around and see what we figure out. I don't know if we've ever done this before on this podcast, so <laughs> this might be hard for us. Okay, so remember we're coming up with like a franchise. They 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 highlight this a lot. How big is your franchise? How long have you been in operation? Are you the main office, an established franchise, a startup? Where is your franchise located? How many people work there? Who runs the show? A board of directors, investors? What does it look like? Blah, blah, blah. So I think that we should start by coming up with big picture stuff, and then we can kind of zoom in on some other things, because as we come up with specific details about the office, we're all going to have to do technology roles to figure out how good the thing in the office is going to be. Incredible. Hmm. In my mind, I am picturing like a mom and pop shop. Like a generations-owned, like, ghost-busting company. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because I think that's really funny that it's just, like, especially in, like, the early 2000s where there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, media getting really upset about the, like, the disappearing of the mom-and-pop shop mm -hmm. and, like, big companies coming in and, like, you know, getting rid of them and out-competing them. Yeah, that's actually funny because I was going to offer... The the uh, the other side of that, which was the yeah. corporation coming into <laughs> the nameless, faceless corporate entity. Um, yeah, 
I, I was thinking, I think I think both are really interesting, but yeah. it sounds like we're all kind of like taking random jobs at, versus like somebody handing over like a beloved family business or franchise. I'm totally open to both, but I do kind of love the idea that Ghost.com is turning, you know, the pesky sort of like a, like a cleaning business that is trying to, you know, franchise all over the country. Um, they are, you know, opening up kind of a new field office um, in a in a new location. Maybe a corporate office bought out a mom and pop and those people get to retire. And now you know we're we're sort of transforming the existing operation into uh, a franchisee yeah because i like the idea that we're all sort of like what's a job that no one wants to take like um you know big cat wrangling like cool job but no but it's scary and you're probably gonna get hurt and so like it's very hard like it's pretty easy to get the job because they'll pretty much take anyone because no one applies to it but something we haven't done before is like our characters being motivated by the fact that someone will yell at them and I think that we all need this job because we, uh, whether we have no experience in the past for Dick Grayson. Uh, Ray Dixon, Eric. I know, I was joking. For a former acrobat and for a uh, a former homemaker, or we need this job, like uh, we have to move back to a hometown or uh, something happened at Sprockets R Us. Um, I think that, that might be that might be an interesting thing that we haven't messed with before. Because of like the ownership, I feel like we've had of stuff in campaign two. Claire can also be really... Um really optimistic and like really want to make meaning and we're all like okay this is a job <laughs> like claire's like i left a job that i thought was really important and like i i only raised my concerns because i could see the like potential of it and now i i really want to apply that to to here to now now i want to make ghost kiss <laughs> <laughs> if those ghosts want to find love then they can find love you know but real love not like love we we edited together an eternal love. Here's my thought, okay? I think we can combine this. What if this is a franchise that bought the mom and pop shop, but our boss is the old couple who owned the place first? Like, they need to golden parachute themselves, um, but they have to stay on for, like, two or three years before they can leave. Locally owned franchise. That makes sense Sounds to me. Sounds good to me. Yeah. 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 That's their retirement plan, and Claire maybe thinks that she's going to be, like, the next generation and, like, put her portrait up alongside the portraits of the, the mom and pop. And uh, I think Amelia would say, listen, if you're not scamming your bosses, they're scamming you, okay? <laughs> but what if I want to be the boss? That's why I only take poops at work. You know what? As long as we had different bathrooms, I'm cool with that. <laughs> it was better working with elephants. <laughs> Here's the thing I also don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we've, we've, we've hit on a number of things here, which we definitely need. Uh, so we're, we are a uh, owned franchise that is being turned over to Ghost. I think I like Ghost.com. Are we going yeah. with Ghost.com? Yeah, that's fine. That's great. That's just the thing I said. So tell me if you think otherwise. Should it be like... Because this is early 2000, should it be like ghost.net or something like that? Or should we just be ghost.com? Ghost.net is good because we catch the ghosts. That's true. Oh, in a net. Oh, ghostnet. Oh, ghostnet. Yes. Great. Ghostnet. Love it. Ghostnet is good. Um, Who runs the show? It's a board of directors from the actual, from the franchise of Ghostnet. Okay. um, Quick point of reference. Ghostnet is uh, the name given by researchers at the Information Warfare Monitor to a large-scale cyber spying operation discovered in March 2009. Do you want to be Ghost.net? Yes, Ghost.net. Ghost.net. Can you tell me more about this? Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently um, a hacking operation based in China uh, infiltrated high-value political, economic, and media locations in 103 countries, including Good. computer systems, embassies, uh, government offices, and the Dalai Lama's um, Tibetan exile centers. What? Well, that's wild. I like the idea that when it's like no one's quite sure how to say it and like because when we write it out in like early 2000s fashion, it's like ghosts and then there's like a like an actual dot mm-hmm. yeah. in like parentheses or something, you know, like illustrated net. So oh, it's like yeah. some people call it ghost.net, some people call it ghost.net. The website is literally ghost.net, but is that just like the end of it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. It's like yeah. if the Ghostbusters uh, no ghost symbol was the dot in, yes. was the period in ghost.net. Exactly. So it, you, no one knows if it's aesthetic or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very good and very I early 2000s. We also don't have to include that thing I said. I don't think it's like a huge, it's not like, you know, the Pentagon Papers, but <laughs> that's I want to call our company the Pentagon Papers. I want to call our company Edward Snowden. Is that a <laughs> <laughs> Edward Snowden. 
Enron. <laughs> uh, Valdez oil spill. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, well, here's a good question. Let's figure out the setting now. I think that this might be interesting that we can be in a small city um, because, again, this is like if if ghost.net was is expanding i feel like maybe we're franchise number 5 i'm thinking about like when you look at a restaurant website mm-hmm. and it's like let's say that they started in new york right it's like oh we have one in queens we have one in brooklyn and in long beach and miami mm-hmm. <laughs> and i feel like that's what that's what 4 and 5 usually are can mm-hmm. i pitch you the like more fast food experimenty type where it's like, yeah, our corporate, we're like New York, B- uh, Brooklyn, whatever. And then like it's like Akron, Ohio <laughs> as sure. like a test market. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Brandon, can we fucking be a not real s- small city in the Midwest, please? Yeah. Springfield, Ohio. Is that real? Is that a real one? Well, the Simpsons town was Springfield, but there's like 20 Springfields in the right. U.S. They just never talked about the state. So we can just be Springfield, comma, Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> they also famously, when the, the Simpsons movie came out, they had a competition to see which Springfield in the country they would like premiere the movie at. Oh, I didn't mm. know that's fun. Yeah, very cute. We can be Springfield. I just wanted to be like one of those scary places that's like Noun City, like yeah. Corn City or Maze City or like Car Earth. You know what I'm talking about? To, yeah, to be it. fair, we did do that before. <laughs> oh, shit. We did do that. Never mind. Yeah. Blightville. Blightville. Oh, Blightville. Ooh, Blightville. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. Ke- keeping in mind, also, Blighton is kind of fun. Blighton, also good. is extremely good. I like that a lot. Blighton on Thames. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, that's our sister city in England. Oh, sorry. That's from the first yeah. game. This I'm is sorry. Blighton, Illinois. Oh, yeah. okay. No, I like Blighton. I think Blighton's great. I love it. I mean, it's got to cool. be Ohio, though, right? Yeah. Blighton, Ohio. That just sounds right. I'm, I'm cool with Ohio. Or like Iowa. Blighton, Ohio. Not the one with all the river fires. That one's Cleveland. That's Cleveland. They could still be river fires. It's just from ghosts. Our river is full of ghosts. From ghosts. (laughs) Um, Are we the only, this is interesting, are we the only ghost hunting franchise in the area? Are there competitors? No, again, I think it was a mom and pop that was absorbed by the competitors. So they, if there were competitors, it was because they were run out of town. Got it. The competitors are our bosses inside the house. Yes. Okay, I think that's great. Um, I'm going to roll. Uh, I'm going to roll because I forgot because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the stuff here. Uh, it says that you should roll technology whenever you mention a detail like equipment, staff, or a posh office. And I ro- am rolling for staff because I think I'm rolling for our bosses. Okay, cool. So I have four technology. So the way that you do this is that everyone, whenever you give an idea, you have to roll for technology so that we spread the wealth, right? So. Right. I'm going to do this one. I'm going to do this one for our staff. Hell yeah. All right. I got a six. Yeah. They're amazing. I don't think, I think they're very nice and grandparently, but they do are not helpful. Oh yeah. <laughs> like they, they will sit there and they don't want to move because they're obstinate and they are getting bought out and they're just riding this out. They're probably paying bingo and watching daytime TV the entire time, which is fine because then uh, then maybe something on Maury will help us with our case. But oh, I think Jesus they're Christ. I think they're very nice and they like all of us equally um, and they dote on us uh, quite a lot and they make our lunches. That's very sweet. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Like they just bag lunch every day for us. That's, That's adorable. Incredible. I love that. Yeah. So that my highest one on that was six. I got a three, a four, four, and a six. But remember, we're taking the highest, so I got a six. I think Julia should roll for the office itself since it used to be the mom and pop. Yeah, we can do that as well for like the building, for the building itself. Yeah. yeah. So Julia, you're using Clur's technology uh, dice. How many are you rolling? Uh, that means I roll two. Wonderful. All right. Ooh, that's... So remind me, I take the higher of the two. You take the or... higher, yeah. Well, I rolled a six. Yay! I rolled it's a five amazing. and a six, by the way. Hell yeah. Why is it amazing, Julia? Like it is historic in the way where it's very well preserved, but not terrible and like drafty and the plumbing doesn't work. You <laughs> nice. know? So it feels very like small town homey vibe, but at the same time it's been updated and well maintained. Cause again, these people like really cared about their business as a mom and pop shop. Mm. Radiant floors must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, let's keep going into that. Let's talk about our what our franchise looks like. What amenities does it feature? So it's a, it's a nice old building. Um, but what else we got? I would love to roll for our company vehicle. I really love the idea of like a souped up um, soccer mom minivan. And I'd love to roll and see what the vehicle is like. Yeah, sure. All right. My highest is a four. So that's fair. Mostly successful with humorous or bad effect too. Bless. That's all you want from a vehicle, yeah? Yeah. yeah. You want good you want good with humorous effect. Can I float a suggestion to you? Oh yeah. It is absolutely just a Yukon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a Yukon, a slightly nicer than average minivan style thing. Um, but I think maybe the humorous flaw is that it always smells like a different like child's snack food. Um and so sometimes it smells like Go-Gurt. Sometimes it smells like fruit roll-ups. Sometimes it smells like Dunkaroos. Yeah. And that's not always great. Yeah. It, does it, st- it still does after now that your kids are grown and gone? Or is, that, or is you, it haunted by the ghosts of snacks past? If I tell you the number of times I find fucking gushers under my my seats. My boys are a senior, a junior, and a sophomore in college. <laughs> Why are they eating so many gushes? How are the gushes still in there? You can tell that none of us have had kids because we think that the snacks go away once the kids grow up. That yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. They're standing there from Daytona Beach in 1997. <laughs> Runs great, uh, not necessarily uh, a souped up ride. Sl- slightly sticky everywhere. Sticky sticky and smells, so I hope we don't uh, deal with a werewolf for someone who can smell. That might be bad. Yeah, anyone else with amenities or maybe some gear we have access to? We did say Ghostbustery, but I wonder if there's something specific. I mean, it is 2002, so I am imagining sort of like a laser uh, laser tag pack, you know? Sure. Yes, 100%. That, like, maybe it is laser-based and, you know, it's the standardized ghost hunting gear that comes down from corporate. Oh, true. You know I saying? like that. Yeah. I don't know what it does exactly, though. It can just be, like, maybe it zaps and holds. Like, you like, wanted to hold it, and then you got to trap it with, like, a different thing. Because mm, sure. the laser, I'm really, I'm really getting into the laser tag thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to hold the thing and then you got to put a trap under it. Mm. Yeah, like a tractor beam and then the trap is a separate entity. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. cool. I like I it. it. Yeah. Brampton, will you roll technology for the co- stuff that corporate gave us? Sure. I have one. That's what happens, baby. Four. Not bad. Good. So it's good, but it has a negative humor and humorous effect. I think it makes a su- funny noise when you shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. All right, so, let's all go around. Let's all go around and make a suggestion for the funny noise. Okay, mine is snorp. Mine is. <laughs> Dang, that's what I was gonna do. Really? Shit. Okay, uh-huh. I was gonna do a high pitch one. It goes ooga chaka, ooga chaka, ooga ooga, and it just gets chaka. stuck in our head. You know, <laughs> I can't stop this feeling. Um, and then we get sued. That's fair. So it's Julius, right? <laughs> Either Julia or Amanda's. I think high pitched. High pitched is where it's at. Yeah. I just want to make Julia do I that. I like Julia's uh, ululating. How do you say that word? You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I like Julia's noise the best, personally. People can't see me, but it's a finger in front of my mouth and it wiggles <laughs> like, like an inchworm. <laughs> it's like it's, it's a tiny turkey. Yeah. A tiny yeah. turkey. That's like a goblet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cool. Lethal turkey. I was going to suggest, Brandon, that they're obnoxiously branded with ghost.net, like neon green or whatever our color is, or yeah. neon yellow. Well, that's um, a given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Like okay. the GoDaddy signage yes. for so long, it was on everything. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh-huh. Right. Absolutely. Man, GoDaddy. That was a thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would love to make a suggestion. And anyone can roll on this because uh, I don't even know if this is technology necessarily, but I like the idea that before corporate came in, the main thing that helped out the former mom and pop shop was that they had like an ancient artifact that helped them with stuff (laughs) that like has like a piece of a god in it. Eric, I think you have to roll on that. I know, but like, I don't know if it's technology necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's a four, if I'd be rolling four dice for that. Hold on. I, I'm trying to like suss out what I think this should be. And I feel like it's like an old rune stone, like one of those big ones that you would find yeah. in like Ireland in the middle of the moors or something like that. Yeah, it's the it's the Rosetta. It's a Rosetta stone. It's somewhere in between Rosetta, a Rosetta stone and Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like he's there and he can tell he like they could tell whatever who's in the rune stone can tell you stuff. 
um, and is fine about it. Yeah. Um, because it's definitely like a fey creature that was trapped in a stone, and now he like gives you advice. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a fairy or a. I just or I... it's omniscient. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh. Is like, is it a? Is it just a sprite who's just as lost as you are, or this is like omniscient? a piece of an omniscient thing. Oh, I'm getting real like mirror mirror on the wall vibes. That yeah. makes sense. What if um what if you Beebs, what if you rigged up like a terminal where the spirit can type to us? Oh, it's Ghostwriter. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I was literally about to say that, Amanda. Really? Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Okay. Then uh, yeah, I'm going to roll 4 to see how it, how it how it do. All right, hey, I only rolled a 4 with my 4 dice. Not bad. So wow. another fair. It's mostly Dang. successful, but has a humorous or bad effect as well. Um, Wait, hold on. Can I suggest something very please, quickly? Please, please. Uh, I like the idea that we all have like work issued sidekicks or like beepers or whatever, and like every once in a while, he'll just like the like spirit will just like yeah. message us, being like, "Hey, I just wanted to chat. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do you have information for me about the case? Like, no, I just how was your weekend? Yeah. <laughs> all right." So typos and lonely. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I think that that's very funny. It's very needy. It's very needy. It's like emotionally needy. needy. Eric, what is this pal's name? Oh man, I gotta figure. We're gonna have to figure that out. I think that's up to whoever. This is a this is a treat for any GM who which of us is gonna GM is gets a name and inform this this NPC. Yeah. Yeah. I also love that we have sidekicks, Julia. We definitely need to have sidekicks. Oh, hundred percent. Hell yeah. All of you who don't know what that is, go look it up. It was the pinnacle of t- it was the pinnacle of technology. I wish I had one right now. I would trade in all iPhones I've ever had and being able to access the internet if I could have a sidekick keyboard under my big clubby thumbs. <laughs> that is making me think about one of these questions is around the amenities that our franchise has. And I wonder if we do have some kind of like database or repository of knowledge that the mom and pop owners have assembled over the years. Mm. Anyone have ideas around that? Yeah, I like that. Can it not be on a computer? Can Do we have to use like a, a Dewey Decibel system filing cabinet to figure it out? I was about to suggest, I think that's Claire's mission to digitize this archive. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Whenever we, whenever Claire's not on screen, she's scanning yeah. <laughs> documents. You know how in um like general stores they had big like feed containers where you could get feed for animals or like flour or whatever. I'm imagining there are just some. They're probably like 14 by 14 inch, just like big old drawers that like fold diagonally outward. I'm picturing that there is like a huge cabinet of them across one whole wall, and it's labeled things like green, sticky gross smelly <laughs> and claire it walks in like i can't cross reference any of this <laughs> can, can we can we maybe i don't know like uh, join together sticky and oozy is that okay <laughs> like and then like knitting needles clacking the grandma's like they're different you'll learn <laughs> they seem like they're the same <laughs> now when you're getting out of your wool coat <laughs> all right let me let me roll then for how um how good this database is i feel like we've already <laughs> i just got four so i think we described exactly what uh, that's it, is. it. Yeah, that's what it like, is yeah. we already kind of like you Extensive, know badly some... organized yeah, yeah. Cool. um i think that we have a lot of de- we have a lot of details i like this if anyone else wants to add any before we move on did we want to do the one about the specialty or do we want to just sort of have a overarching we do everything? I mean, I think our specialty is ghost because our company is called ghost.net, but oh. it's not like we can't handle vampires, demons, or cryptozoology. Right. That's our I, slogan. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that we weren't specialized because there was only one in the city. So that's why mm-hmm. uh, that's why I didn't yeah. think that. Yeah. I think it's worth clarifying though that we we can be like an all purpose, you know solution even if corporate wants to push us a little more toward ghosts Mm, yeah corporate has a mandate to do ghosts only and we we do everything Mm -hmm. that's kind of fun i actually like that yeah they really want us to start charging extra for anything that isn't ghosts as like Mm. a specialty but we're just like "Eh, 
you know, old man McKiggins, he's had demons in his barn for years. And, you know, he's a lifelong client. Yeah, corporate's like, well, if it's not a ghost, we have to, like, buy garlic or, like, Bibles. Like, there's extra things that we have to do. And so I need you to pay for 400% of that. There is a goo surcharge. There is an embalming surcharge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't even get me started on the extra for possession. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do the final mechanical thing, which is franchise dice, which it means like the company can give you dice as well. Um, ordinarily, you start out with like five to ten dice, but I think that this, since we're this is so basic, we start with five dice because it's like we're getting t- taken over with new management. Um, and we can assign that franchise dice to different cards. We have a library card, a gym card, and a credit card, uh, which can give us bonus to um, academics, athletics, and technology roles. Oh, fun. That's nice. cool. Yeah. So does anyone want to as- assign this to various places? Like, what do you think that this, that the that, that we have here that might help us out? Well, I think at least one, one or two in technology would be really helpful. Um, and we may need to access corporate if um, there is like a kind of problem that we haven't come across before, but then maybe we don't because they'll know that we're doing things that aren't just ghosts. Mm. You're like, so there's this ghost who's been sucking people's blood. (laughs) How do you, is that okay? Can we use the corporate card? I think that's pretty good. Please. Please. Do you want to come to Blighton and see it for yourself? You can. Mm-hmm. Ugh, no, I gotta take two flights and a puddle jumper just to get there. <laughs> and a bus. <laughs> I gotta take a shuttle just to get to flight. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if, like, if you don't use it, you lose it if you put it on cards, but I don't think so. Yeah, they do um, say that card dice are non-transferable. Once you place them, you can't switch them, but... Okay, wonderful. So you don't, if you don't use it, you don't lose it. So I think that that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, so we'll just hold on to them. Yeah. We can, I yeah, we can do this if we end up playing too. Yeah, but yeah, we we all dis- let's discuss this if we end up playing this one. Uh, cool. But there will be cards that we can we can touch on, and uh, we also can give ourselves job titles. Uh, but it seems like we're all just plebes working under man- working under management, working under a shadowy board of directors who is the real CEO of Ghost.net. Well, what what's is our the, job like, title, though? I was going to say, what's the kitschy, like, early 2000s entry-level yeah. job title for this corporation? Like Ghost Associate or something? Ghost, Ghost Associate. Ghost Associate is so funny. Yes. <laughs> I was also going to say Containment Associate is, like, a very formal job Contain title. Specialist. For, um, yeah. Yeah. Containment Specialist is good. Mm-hmm. I like what, that. Ghost Blaster. <laughs> also no, good Brandon. VP of blasting is something you have to work your way up to. <laughs> That's at the home office. It's a corporate Brandon. level. A whole yeah. different a whole different salary cap. Yeah. The bennies though. The bennies. Oh, the bennies are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, do, I'm into containment specialists. Let's do yeah. containment specialists. We're all we're all that. We can also have like the things we have to do around the office. Like if yes. if uh, if Amelia is the wheel man, we can all have our, our various things that we do. Nice, but oh, we can, they can be un- informal unless we all want to fight over. They make a big deal about fighting over who gets to be CEO in this. <laughs> uh, but I think that if we're if we're corp- if we're working under a corporate structure, then we don't have that. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I think that's it. Uh, I think we got everything. Um, Let's recap our characters and franchise and see if this one uh, uh, bears out. If the people, if the will of the people want us to continue. Amelia Ashes is a former soccer mom, new empty nester. My boys are at Yale, Princeton, and Brown. Thank you for asking. And my (laughs) talent is mom spidey senses. If you make a sippy cup spill, if you try to sneak vodka out of my house, or if you try to bring a girl into the basement and I'm there, I'm going to (laughs) know. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Claire McLeod is a former production assistant for The Bachelor, the first season of The Bachelor, I should say. And uh, I used to live in L.A., but now I've moved home and gotten a job with my Aunt Amelia Ashes. Love you, Claire. Love you, Auntie. Hate your dad. (laughs) Love you, love you, Claire. Hate your dad. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) pretty good. He's kind of a dick. It's all right. (laughs) 
Uh, what's up, cats and kittens? I'm Ben Reeves, <laughs> Jesus aka Beeves. That's what everyone calls me. It's a combination of Ben and Reeves. Um, I used to work at Sprockets R Sproings, but uh, they kicked me out for living out loud too much, uh, living too loud. Uh, and you know, I have a lot of experience in retail, so I'm ready for anything. Hey, Beeves, are you a rapper? Would you say? <laughs> Liz, I gotta put out my first mixtape. But- <laughs> I'm more of I'm more of a DJ. You can I'll show you my fruity loops after this. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Uh, hello, I'm Gray Dixon. I'm a former circus performer. Uh, I was an acrobat before I lost my job because of the whole elephant scandal. You know, um, <clears throat> wasn't involved, but um, I did. I do miss them. Um, and yeah, I lived in LA for a second, uh, but now I've moved to uh, this. Uh, it's called Bright Brightsvilton. Bright, bright Townsville. No, this is um, this is Blighton. We're the we're the capital of spooky water creatures in Ohio. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Also, just don't buy the beef. It's just a bad idea. We're the we're the mad cow disease capital of Ohio. Yeah, they took that <laughs> off the signs, but we still know. Yeah, we haven't been able to shake that legacy. But I'm excited to bring my optimism and uh, you know acrobatic abilities to the team. Thanks for hiring me. We are a locally owned franchise, a mom and pop that was bought out by Ghost.net. It's uh, up for debate whether you pronounced the dot, uh, where the former owners who are sweet kind of doting grandparents still oversee things, um, but don't have a lot of involvement in our day to day except making us a a nutritious and delicious lunch. (laughs) There's always apple slices. It's kind of great. We are franchise number five. Uh, we were the competitors in this uh, area to the invaders of Ghost.net, but they bought us out instead. We have great staff of the former owners who are still involved. Our building is amazing. It's historic and yet updated, well-preserved. Uh, our vehicle could be better. It's it's fine. It runs well enough, but smells of a random snack every time. Um, and occasionally just like a lacrosse stick, a ball, uh, you know, a hairpin will just fall out uh, or stick you in the butt when you are um, when you are sitting down in uh, the bench seats. Um, And our equipment includes laser tools to trap ghosts, but make a funny noise like a tiny turkey. Thank you. Uh, We do have access to a local spirit who we can communicate with, which is great, but does make a lot of typos um, in his beeps and is really lonely. Um, We also have a catalog of knowledge from previous missions, but it is uh, a paper system that is badly organized in giant kind of feed containers in this former uh, general store. (laughs) Feed containers? Yeah. Um, (laughs) And we are all-purpose ghost-solving uh, solutions for the people of Blighton, but unfortunately, corporate does want us to move more toward the you know specialized and higher earning uh, ghost extermination specifically. I'm thinking about the first time that we hear a radio ad for Ghost.net on like the local new on the local morning show. It's at like five thirty. Yep. Hi, I'm Beeves, and if you need ghost out of your house, us. Ooh. All right, support your local businesses. This is Goaty and the French. Oh, great. Oh, wee wee. Oh, wee wee. We've really been including a lot of weird French accents in our work lately, and I appreciate and love that. <laughs> hey, Julia, we all got to we all got to stretch. We all got to grow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So next week, we are doing an after party talking about all three settings and characters and games that we are playing. And we are going to have a pull up when that episode comes out next Tuesday for y'all to vote on which one shot we are going to do. Is it going to be tiny Victorian children trying to write trying to write books <laughs> in the modified version of Battle of the Brontes that I meshed with uh, Clear Eyes Full Hearts? Uh, is it going to be the Coen Brothers movie Out on the Ice when we play Fiasco? A uh, lot of penguin. There's a lot of penguin stuff. It's a lot of penguin drama. There's a lot of penguin drama. Or is it going to be Inspectors with Ghost.net and the lovable Midwesterners that we have here? <laughs> It's up for you to decide next Tuesday. Hey, here, this is Scoop McGarry signing off. I don't have anything else to say. I'll see you next week. Same bat time. I miss my father and son. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Are boy. we still rolling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the red light means it's still on. I mean, support your troops. <laughs>